0: Hi, Kawaii creatives, shop gals, and guys out there. It's your host, Imani K. Brown, aka IP Kawaii, aka the head shop gal in charge, here with some more self improvement over entrepreneurship. Let's get it. the shop gal where I'll be sharing more about my real life, um, personal development and self-improvement journey, um, while becoming or embracing being a full-time creative entrepreneur. Wow. We're going to act like we're clapping here, okay? So, look, let me tell you, I downloaded this app, and I had a huge inspiration from my homegirl B-Law. She is the founder of Quarktastic, the tech company, um, about actually... Uh, just having a vlog or some type of um document of you know what's happening with yourself <laughs> while going through entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is a personal development journey all of its own. So I thought, you know, I kind of took those words to heart and I was like, you know what? You're right. Um, I should probably document this because I stay in my head a lot. I'm always wondering what things look like on the outside. Um, Sometimes I have really, really great messages that I want to share with people, but I'm extremely too shy, um, too raw uh, to actually share them. And I want to do better in those spaces. So a lot of what I'm doing these days is just to give credit to, to practice to give credit to and to you know to see where i show up and how i show up um i often say i am the doer of the things and you'll hear me say all the times like yeah i do the things but that's kind of downplaying a lot of great things that i've been able to um, put into motion for myself um for my own personal development um to get to this point of being a creative entrepreneur Um, those things I think deserve some shine, they deserve a safe space so that I can share them. Um, there's this thing, sorry, I also say um a lot. There's this thing that happens in community, actually, let's back up, hi i'm imani k brown tattoo artist and illustrator because two minutes and some change into this podcast i haven't even introduced myself where the fuck are my manners um this podcast you already know what it's about and yes there will be cursing because as a tattoo artist i also curse like a sailor and i curse a lot i will try not to you know to just you know throw a lot of curse words out there here Um, Unless I'm really emoting (laughs) in a frustrating, angry way. Sometimes happy. But I do curse. I want you to be comfortable. So I will try and limit my cursing as if, you know, and not treat it as if I am in my private studio alone. (laughs) Um, But knowing that people will listen to this and sometimes a lot of cursing does, you know, clutter the message I guess that's the best way to put it I don't know either way I'll try and limit my cursing there simple as pie I really wanted to curse there can you tell anyway so I digress let's move forward I'm on this new PR journey um Shout out to my team. They are an amazing moth agency um, here in DC. And in helping to get to my why and telling my story, uh, they've asked me a lot of tough questions. And Sometimes I've been left in tears, and we've had to cry through them. I've had a whole panic attack with them already, and we've only, like, we're literally only like two, three weeks in, maybe. Um, I literally, I've done one campaign with them already, and I've already had a whole ass panic attack. Thankfully, it did not scare them away, which I'm very, very grateful for. Like, I can't even express in words how grateful I am for that. Because a lot of times emoting as a founder, a CEO, entrepreneur um, shows signs of weakness or people take them as signs of weakness. Um, And it's not necessarily that more than, you know, you bitch could just be overwhelmed. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) And it's just got to come out. So in that, They've asked me all these questions. A lot of things have sat with me and I'm using a lot of pencil, a lot of, not pencil, but a lot of pen and paper and I wish you could see it to see where I'm jotting things down. But it would just be much faster just to kind of shout into the void about how I'm feeling, um, the things that, you know, that they ask that make me think deeply, all that good stuff. So. That said, we can move forward even more because in telling my story, um, two questions I get asked a lot and our new relationship is no different. Um, question number one, what is it like being a black female tattoo artist? Question number two, what is it like being a black female tattoo artist tattooing in Japan? (laughs) so both of those questions are totally weird to me like a thousand percent weird um and here's why I'm 40 years old and I've been black all my life I don't remember people being interested in me being black and being in like elementary school or what was it like to be black and go to you know, college. What was it like to be Black? <laughs> and do so many other things that I just do as a normal person or as a person. A lot of things I see as I'm the doer of the things and I just happen to be Black and I just happen to be a female. For me, that's good enough. For other people, who need that representation and to see people showing up that is not fair to them and that is not good enough so I need to fucking dig deep to be able to tell my story so people can understand that you can be the doer of the things even if you happen to be black and a female like those two specifically together So, yeah, that's pretty much where I am. There are giant bubbles flying out of my window, and I'm excited. I kind of want to go outside and see what's happening, and yet here we are. I digress. (laughs) So, let me tell you what my story is not. I'll tell you that, and then later on, I'll come back, and I'll tell you a little bit about what my story is, um... In that I will also be shouting into the void about other things um, and I'll tell you some of those things that I would like to shout into the void about Um, so yeah we'll go from there so what my story is not is I'm really cautious that I don't want to be, you know, one of the black people who is beating a dead horse and telling the same story over and over again. I have a a, a, a black struggle story of survival. And if you are black, then you already know some of the basics of this of this story. I'm black, um, I'm a female, I grew up in a single family household, uh, uh, my dad was rarely around and rarely active in my life, my family struggled to make sure that I had everything that I needed to be this amazing human being, and now here I am. There's a lot missing there, <laughs> but like I said, especially if you're black, um, even if you haven't lived it, then you do know, um, different parts of the black struggle story. But my struggle isn't my actual, it's a part of me. It's a part of my story. It's a part of my journey. It's not me. And I need to make sure that that heart stands out in my story, my struggle, my circumstances. I've always been taught that they don't define me and I could supersede those things. So I've never actually looked at things that most people would see negative. Yes, I grew up in a single family household, but flip that shit, being in a single family household also helped me to understand in terms of being the entrepreneur I am today and how to make sure I structure things so that if they fall back on me, as a single entity, like single individual, how do I carry that load? How do I prepare myself to carry that load? So a lot of things that we would see as negative are a lot of things that I see as what I call my superpowers. Um, Those are the things that have given me the swag that I have today to make it as far as I have today. Um, And that swag, Once I'm able to tease out this story, honey, it's going to take me even farther, yes. So look, my story is not trauma porn. Um, there are traumatic things that happen. Yes, they are unfortunate. However, I do not hold on to them. I don't forget them. Let's be clear. I don't forget them. But I don't hold on to them to where I would lead with them, where the first thing you would hear about is all the things that would make you go, oh, oh my gosh. Um, and in a negative, I feel sorry for you. How can I help you? You poor thing type of way. Um... If you know anything about a lot of strong black women, the last thing we want is fucking pity. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's where I am. My story is not my trauma. It is not trauma porn. Um, it's also not the stereotypical, I came up or I showed up to be um, a representative of of black people. Um yes, representation matters. We've covered that part and where I am being unfair to my community by hiding. Um, however, that is not the bulk of me. Um, the bulk of me is not my trauma. The bulk of me um is not just in being black. I actually, the bulk of me (laughs) is in some other things that are in personal development. So I can't tell you those because I'm supposed to come back and tell you what my story is. So, um, I'll leave that there. But my story's not my trauma. It's not trauma porn. And I don't want people having those reactions as if they're watching some weird trauma porn. Um, Yeah that's that's pretty much what I all I have to say about that um so now that I know that it's going to be my job going forward to redefine or to define and then redefine my story based on my black my own black experience because there are like a gazillion black experiences out there like a gazillion the same way there are a lot of entrepreneurship uh, uh experiences out there there are a lot of um Uh, integration relationships out there. There are a lot of, you know, uh, experiences in terms of working in the workforce out there. There are a lot of experiences in a lot of things. I have a lot of experience in being Black. I have a lot of experience in tattooing. But more than anything, I have a lot of experience in leading with my heart and letting logic follow. I have a lot of experience in flipping the coin to look at the other side. So one side is going to be trauma and the other side is going to be healing. And I want to look at that side of the coin. So eventually, when we get to what my story is, we'll start talking about that stuff and look so um i'm really excited about this space it's gonna be my safe space there are voice messages on please you know i'm an artist and i'm sensitive about my shit type shit and i mean that holy even though erica badu is the one who said it i think she spoke for a whole lot of artists um so i want to make sure that this space isn't just safe for us to talk but more than anything, it is safe for me to actually emote here. Um, being a tattoo artist, a female one of that, um, and being in such a harsh environment, um, a lot of times being an entrepreneur and being the captain of my own ship. Um, and let's not forget, I'm a black female, Jesus Christ. So all of these rhetorics around being strong, being a strong black female for a lot of reasons. Being strong in you know entrepreneurship, being strong in X, Y, and Z, Part of my journey is actually discovering the soft side of me, my softness, their strength and femininity. Um, and that's what I want to you know that's where I want to see myself going forward. So in that, I'm really really excited to make sure that this safe is space for me, so that that way I can actually explore you know my soft side. Yes, there will probably be a lot of emoting in the harsher sense to get there. (laughs) And I hope you'll also join me for that part of the journey. It won't always be cute. It won't always be extra pink. But it is what it is. So... I do hope you'll join me for that part of the journey um, and just being able to go forward while looking back, saying, Kofa in my life to get the tools to, you know, to um, to build my future the way I see fit. And that, like I said, redefining things. I'm defining and redefining my black journey, um, my black experience, my black journey, my black ass self, my black, <laughs> my black business, um, all these things that help make Imani K. Brown who she is, I would like to look at them and I would like to define and redefine them um in terms of how they actually Uh, benefit me and how some of these things, a lot of these things are takeaways that could benefit you in your own personal development journey and all that good stuff. I'm no therapist, um, but I am a helpful being, um, and I do like to just share a lot of what is going on with me in hopes that it would help someone else. That's one of the ways that, I work through my own trauma. Um, and I'm an introvert, so sometimes just doing this helps get me get me out of my head because it's it's scary in there sometimes. Yeah. So that shared um, some things to look forward to. We'll be talking about, you know, me going to college and what that looked like as, as a performance, um, to my family, um, and how I've shown up for other people and have lacked showing up for myself, um, changing that. Uh, the intro and the intro into my hiding spaces, this is one of them. Um, and it's a hiding space. It's not a bad thing, but again, I'm cultivating a safe space for myself and for others who can resonate with a lot of these things um, before anything else. So because a lot of other platforms will expect you to be a lot more polished, again, being a black female, insert other things that I'm supposed to be strong about here. Um, being expected to be strong about those things um, means that showing too much emotion, showing just the right emotion is good, showing too much emotion um, makes you vulnerable in a lot of times, but i'm going to have to find a space where i can process in real time and actually be as vulnerable as i need to be um so that will probably be this podcast right now god help us all this is going to get interesting um so there's that um and in that, being able to share how I would like to be able to show up one day. We know that we'll be looking at, you know, at how I'm telling my story and being able to craft that and feeling and and thinking deeply on that level. But then I'm on a journey going forward. So I'm Sankofa-ing um, things, going back to get my tools so that I can actually go forward. Um, so... I'm going back. But my journey is forward. So we're on this journey together of discovering these things. Some things, while I have been the doer of the things, are also very new to me because I haven't taken the time to process them. I did them. They were successful. And I kept it moving. The end. And it shouldn't be that. I should be able to process things. I should be able to pat myself on the back. I should be able to take time and space and actually say, I did a thing. This is the thing that I did, not just I did the thing. Um, so... In that, I want to be able to cultivate that space for this, um, or cultivate this space for that so that one day I can show up and then also one day I can see where so many other shop gal, gang, boss, babe, bitches are showing up just the same and taking up space and being amazing. Um, so I'm very excited about that. I'm excited to share with you my OC, Aquanetta and some other friends over time. Aquanetta is my bae. Um, and I get to talk about feelings of being broken, where she comes from, what she represents now, what her voice is like, because she a boss bitch. Um, But if you want to know what Aquanet looks like, you can actually look at the cover to this particular or to the actual podcast, the Shop Gal Talk podcast. If you look at the cover, then you can actually see a little bit of what Aquanet looks like. Um, That would be her main image. Um, But I can't wait to share that. I also can't wait to share about building my brand from DC to Japan um consequently japan is where i've actually found a lot of a lot of myself my biggest self discoveries have been in Japan, I've been tattooing there two times a year for almost eight years now. And when I go, I get to be my best introverted self. I get to activate all five senses because everything is new. And in that, in those moments and in that space, I can see myself. I'm taking myself out of my normal every day. I could put myself on autopilot, you know, um, space. I know what time my bus comes. I know what time to, you know, to get my cat, has insulin, all these things that are just very much automated in my life. And to be able to go into something where, you know, I have to learn new things. I have to explore new things. I have to be open to new things to be able to be inspired, to be able to find those things that actually resonate with me and then bring those things back with me and inject them into my life into my business, into my friendships, into whatever, um, those spaces are where it's more well-placed, I guess, that it helps enrich those things or that one thing. Who knows? Whatever. But Japan is all about self, self, um, Self exploration and personal development. So, I'm really, really excited to share more there. And last but not least, I'm really fucking excited to share my superpowers. Dun, dah, dah, dah. Yes, I call them learning curves. But, um, see, even the truck is excited. I hope you could have heard that. Um, but. I'm really excited to be able to share that, um, share a lot about what I call my superpowers. And I literally started calling them that like earlier this morning, but things that we would call mental illnesses. Um, when my mental health has been waning literally since college, um, I developed some things from those spaces that have helped me. Some things I did not know I was diagnosed with from little, and that's crazy. Um, but in that, you know, um, I've been able to develop some pretty boss habits, some things that actually have injected themselves and taken hold to make me the entrepreneur i am today the person i am today the black female i am today the partner i am today the sister i like it's so much like there there's so much in that um in embracing mental health and not in a negative way that I've been able to learn those things and have a better and a different, a healthier relationship with those things that people would possibly consider negative, um, or, or, um, disparaging about a person. Um, these are a lot of the things that would have made me feel broken at one point, Um, and some things, you know, I was protected from, so I wouldn't feel broken. I'm excited to talk about those things. Um, I have to talk about them from this view, which is not very much of a view. Um, because I'm not comfortable. Again, I have to cultivate the space first. Um, to be comfortable but I will be as honest and open and forthcoming as I can be but I'm not comfortable yet to show my face and share things yes my social media is there you can see my face a million times over in a lot of different things I'm okay with that but I need to separate these conversations these emotes these feels from being able to see myself for now But one day, I'll be able to show up. ShopGal ethos is all about being a boss babe, but being able to embrace and unapologetically emote her way to success. That doesn't mean whining. It means that she realizes that she's human, that nine times out of ten, she is the product um, and that one of the most important things to do is to not take yourself for granted and to make sure others don't take you for granted either. The most important of those two is not taking yourself for granted. So that's what the shop gal ethos is. That's where I am. Um and i'm excited for this journey i am excited and i hope you will join me on it i hope you will stay here with me um a fair warning i am full of unpopular opinions and i'm super super judgmental on a lot of things um I'll be sharing a lot of unpopular opinions here, but hopefully, I'll be able to um, to break them down in a way that we can actually discourse. We can talk about it. Um, it's not, you know, a lot of these these things aren't. I'm right and you're wrong. We can exist in the gray area here. I think that's most important. It's not about choosing sides. It's about understanding each other and understanding those sides. And in this space, more than anything, it's about understanding self. Welcome to Shop Gal Talk. I hope to see you soonest. Janay! <laughs>